For 15 years, I was a deacon at Holy Cross Church in Morgan City, Louisiana. And I, my pastor, every year, about two or three weeks before, he would say, oh, deacon, would you like to do the homily? And because I never had an assigned time, when he asked me to do a homily, I jumped real quick. I said, absolutely, Father. I would love to do it. And then I would start preparing, and then I realized he gave me the mystery of the Holy Trinity. Holy mackerel. Dealing with the mystery of the Holy Trinity and trying to be able to prepare a homily. I guess the best I can do is to go and continue along with my theme, which is so important, when I, especially when I deal with all my RCIA classes and all the RCIA students. I talk to them about the fact that their life and they're on a journey and to try to break apart from the fact the journey you have within your life for all the things that you're doing, there is also the journey of faith, being able to grow in your faith and being able to make yourself become aware of what your faith and the doctrines are all about and everything that's going on and being declared by the church. Because I'll tell you, the Catholic faith is one that's very, very complex with all the elements that are contained in it. It's very simple. Love God, love your neighbor. And come to Mass on Sunday and put your offertory gift in. It's very simple, okay? But it's a lot more complex than that in your life. There's so much that we need to learn, and there's so much that we need to understand so we can grasp the purpose of life and the true meaning of life and being able to grasp the true intention of our actions each and every day. You know, I have been blessed in the fact that in my lifetime, in the search for purpose, I have been blessed with the education that has been provided to me. I was fortunate enough to go to a Catholic elementary school. I went to a Catholic high school. I attended a Catholic college. I attended a Catholic graduate school. And when I became administrator, I attended hundreds over the years of in-services and workshops in regards to a better understanding of what we mean by what the doctrines and what the Catholic Church is all about, especially since our transition from Vatican II. I've heard thousands of homilies and reflections that were given over the years of my lifetime for instruction. But I, one thing I've learned is that I am still learning and I've got to take the time to grasp and to be able to learn more and more. Even each week in the RCIA program when I hear our excellent speakers give presentations, I always learn a little more and a little bit more and an understanding as to what goes on. What happens is in our lifetime, we are so busy with so much going on. We've got our families, we've got our health, we've got our jobs, our extracurricular activities, the teams we pull for, all the activities, everything that goes on. But we need to be able to find the time to be able to study, to research, most importantly, to be able to look at the scriptures. We're so blessed, especially here at St. Peter, with the formation of all the priests that we have that have spent all their years in formation, in seminary, in graduate school, and all the things they have learned to help each and every one of us to be able to better grasp the doctrines of the Catholic Church. 
But today, what happened in the gospel, one of the things that jumped out to me, the line that jumped out to me the most of all this was the fact that I need to have faith in the fact that Jesus tells us the Holy Spirit will guide you to truth. I think that's very important to understand because there's so much going on in our world now that's trying to misdirect us from truth. So many lies and rumors and innuendos. We need to be able to make sure we go to the source of truth and being able to learn the truth and going forward, having the Holy Spirit guide us in all that we do. You know, to get to the truth requires a lot on our part and we have to take the time each and every day to pray, to study scriptures. If we get the blessed time to read commentaries, if you ever get the best time, I've been fortunate to be served with some pastors who had their doctorate degrees in patristics, the writings of the fathers of the church, and learned so much from them. And I've had in my retirement now time to be able to look at some spiritual writings and realize all the things that are being done to be able to help guide me to better understand what the truth is, hopefully so that my actions each and every day will exemplify and model that truth. You know, truth helps us to understand what's going on out in that world is not the message of Jesus Christ. The message that Jesus gave to the Israelites and the message that was given to all the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that was the message. And one thing the message is always based upon is the central mission of the Catholic faith. Today is Holy Trinity Sunday. The Trinity is the central mission, mystery of our faith. And we need to find out all we can about that mystery. The Blessed Trinity is starting as a base for each and every one of us to take the time to reflect upon that Nicene Creed and really look and see what the Nicene Creed is all about. But before I look at the Creed, there's some things I'd like to say about the Blessed Trinity, some little tidbits of information. You know, nowhere is the word Trinity found in the Bible, but yet it's the source and the basis of our whole Christian faith. And it's always based upon the fact that there are three divine persons sharing one, one divine nature. And these three divine persons are God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Blessed Trinity is an impossible concept to explain. And it's impossible to explain because our minds are limited. It's impossible to explain because we are imperfect human beings. But in this mystery, we need to be able to have faith and be informed by the sacred scriptures that it's the basis of all truth and everything that we have within our life. You know, in the first book of the Bible, it's interesting in Genesis that they say, then God said, let us make man in our image. He used the plural pronoun, let us make man in our image, to indicate to us that God was three persons. And further in the New Testament, there are some reflections which take place, but probably the reflection that's outstanding 
what I call the mission statement of the Catholic Church is at the ascension, is when Jesus comes and he says, all authority in heaven and earth will be given to you. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. When I was in grade school and in elementary school, and now even when I deal with the people in the RCIA program, I use images to be able to try to explain the mystery of the Trinity, like water. Water can be liquid. Water can be frozen. Water can be a gas. But it's still water. The substance is there. I try to be able to make them understand that I, man, am made up of three people. I am a father. I am a husband. I am a son and the three parts which make me as one man. I use images like that to be able to try to help them understand and begin to reflect upon the mystery of their faith. You know, the Catholic Church has wrestled for, wrestled for years with the explanation of the Trinity. But one of the things that we know is that the Church always proclaims that there are three persons in the Trinity they are co-equal and co-eternal, without confusion, division, and separation. And there is only one triune God. And we in Catholics signify this with the sign of the cross when we say in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The basis for the starting of the understanding of the Blessed Trinity is the Nicene Creed. It starts off with I believe, Every group has to have its mission statement, its belief. And we start off and we say, I believe in one God. And when you look and reflect upon the Old Testament, this week, especially in the readings, we saw Elijah get a challenge from Jezebel and the, night and the priest that she had to prove that our God was the one God and he was the right God. And he did prove that. And when Jezebel decided that she was going to kill Elijah because he did this, Elijah ran to the mountain. And he went to Mount Horeb, the same mountain that Moses went to to get the Ten Commandments. And when he went to Mount Horeb, what happened is he went to find God to give him the truth. That's what each and every one of us have to do. We have to go to the Father. He is the maker of heaven and earth of all things, visible and invisible. And we need to believe in the one Lord Jesus Christ. We've heard periodically from time to time that God made Adam and Eve and had them in the garden of paradise. And their sin cast them away from paradise. But what happens is God gives us the journey again with the coming of Jesus Christ and his creed and his beliefs and everything that he gives us, that if we can follow that, then we too can go back to paradise and join him in eternal life. Because you see, he is the only begotten son, and he was born of the fathers. He is God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the father. Consubstantial meaning that he is of the same substance, having the same nature, and, he, and through him, all things were made. And for us men and our salvation, 
he came down from heaven. He came in the incarnation, and he was incarn and the Spirit incarnated the Virgin Mary, so that we could have the way of overcoming death and Satan by doing the right actions and modeling in our life that we can join him again in paradise. And then what happens is after he overcomes death and realizes that each and every one of us can get to bear the paradise, we are told in the Nicene Creed to believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, and who has spoken through the prophets. We still have prophets in this day and age that are speaking to us. Three great saints just got to, were talking to us in our own lifetime. We had Mother Teresa, John Paul II, Padre Pio. They all spoke to us and gave us insights, and all these insights to them come to us through the Holy Spirit. The Nicene Creed is the way we can be able to understand the truth that is in our church and in our faith to give us the motto we need to believe to cause our actions to live each and every day as we should as motto Christians and followers of Jesus Christ.